The following is intended only for mature audiences. Whoops. Oh. Right out of the gate. That was awesome. Gary Hoffman. That's major style points. Shannon Farron. She likes to impose her will. She's not one that's going to sit back. She's gone out there and done what she wants to do. I mean, what is going on here? Gary and Shannon. Uh, you, you know, I do like this team. You put up your best pictures and personality traits. You lie about how much money you make. I've seen both your profiles. They're filled with lies. Oh, my goodness. What a change of events here. I am so high right now. What's the matter? Advil cold and sinus. I don't know what it is, but it's really affecting me today. You didn't take the stuff out of this first aid kit here, do you? No, 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 no. That stuff will... No, the stuff that I take, I have to show my ID to the pharmacist to get. (laughs) And I am so affected by it today. Great. I can't... I don't know why. Maybe I should eat something. I don't know. Were you sick all weekend? You yes. said on Friday that you were uh, starting to feel something. Yes. You know, and it may be the accumulation of all the Advil cold and sinus that it's, I've taken throughout the weekend. It's now completely contaminated your system. Yeah. And uh, it's just instead of blood, it's just Advil cold and sinus running through my brains. Well, and I don't know what you're going to do now because you don't, you don't have the Olympics to keep you busy. You know, I watched eight minutes of the Olympics. What? I just wasn't I wasn't in it. So you watched Schuster's five point shot in the ninth end of that curling gold medal curling match, right? No, sir. That was the shot of the entire Olympics. I did like the Andy Reid meme going around though. Oh. <laughs> About Andy Reid finally winning a championship. That was comical. Uh it was funny because last night we were flipping through the channels and they showed uh the American team run- walking in the uh, closing ceremonies. And they have all of these, you know, incredible athletes, slim, trim little bodies in their in their big witness, uh, their big winter parkas and everything. And then uh, then they show Matt Hamilton, who is that guy that that looks like Andy Reid for yeah. the curling team. And he's a he's a bigger fella. I mean, he's not huge. Yeah, but he's you a bigger fella. You wouldn't look at him and think Olympian. Well, and then my wife goes, "Oh, he must be one of the curlers." <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come on. Well, they do look differently. Than the uh, the chiseled They're ones. not rippling like the other Do guys. Do you think they get as much uh, action? Yes, absolutely. I Did wanna... you see? On Saturday morning, I woke up to the to the alert that said that they had won the gold medal round several hours earlier. And when I turned on the TV at 8.30 in the morning or 9 in the morning, they were replaying it. So they had just started. And I'm like, you know what? A couple of cups of coffee. I'm watching this. And I'm going to watch this from the beginning because I want to see this, you know, pan out. I know how it ended, but I wanted to see the whole thing. You wanted to feel the excitement. Wanted to feel the excitement. The adrenaline. And they kept cutting to, like, Bob's Curling Club in Duluth, Minnesota, and they were watching it in real time. So it would have been three in the morning in Duluth. Oh, that's cool. The beers were all over the place. I mean, every table had pitchers of beer on it. Negative four degrees. Oh, and, and they were in, there were women swooning. I mean, some guy would, some guy would roll the, uh, 
He'd d- roll that stone down the ice and get it in the house there, mm. right there on a button there, and the women would go, oh, Yeah, oh, but oh. those are Duluth women. I'm talking about do they get any action in the Olympic Village? Because oh, aren't these guys like 45 too? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. So who's the creepy curling old guy trying to hook up with the uh, other athletes? Uh, I think the gold medal goes a long way. Does it? I think it's the good opening line. Oh, this old thing? Uh, You know, this gold medal around my I didn't even realize I was still wearing it. Well, we have more bad news. I feel like every day I say that when we do this show. No, that bad news we say for later. That mug shot. Kevin Smith and his heart attack? Nope, that's later. More bad news coming out of Florida. We told you last week that it looked like one of the... Resource officers or the resource officer assigned to Stoneman Douglas High School waited outside the building for four minutes while the shooter was inside taking more lives. He resigned. He was going to be uh, probably uh, reprimanded, but he has resigned. Now we're learning that other deputies may have been outside and failed to act. Yeah, the... This was uh, an area that the high school itself is in Parkland, Florida. It borders a town called Coral Springs. So you can imagine that in an event like that, law enforcement from around the area, from out uh, all over South Florida, they all started motoring towards this high school when they realized that it was a, a, a massive situation. So the officers from Coral Springs right next door, they show up and they're one of the first on scene. Three Coral Springs officers who showed up, said when they got there, at least one sheriff's deputy was not in the building. And if, you're a, if you can imagine, you're a Coral Springs police officer, you walk in there and you, re, you are basically thinking, I'm going in to back up the officers who are already in the building. And when they get there and the officer, the, the deputies in this case, were standing outside, that, I mean, that's just got to be a... As as frustrated and disappointed as we are seeing that, if you're a law enforcement officer and you see that one of the people that has taken on the mantle of becoming a law enforcement officer is standing outside while shots are still going on inside. Broward County Sheriff's Office is already in a hell of a lot of hot water for not investigating reports about this kid in the months leading up to the shooting. And now this. Heads are going to roll. If they find out that, in fact, those deputies did get there and did nothing because the rules changed. You don't wait for backup anymore. Now, law enforcement agencies are told you go in right away. There's a do you think that there's a call now for the sheriff in Broward County to resign? For Scott Israel to resign uh, as a result of of all of this, not just the officers, uh, his deputies who didn't go in uh, if there was more than one, the the lost tips. I mean, as much as we've bagged on the FBI for their two tips, the Broward County Sheriff's Office had 18 contacts with this guy or at least 18 calls about this guy before he blew up. And one of the things that Scott Israel, the sheriff, had said is he's not going to resign. No, of course I won't resign. It was a shameful letter. It was politically motivated. I never met that man. He doesn't know anything about me. And the letter was full of mis- uh, misinformation. He's talking about one of the people who had asked him to resign. Um, 
But the governor of Florida has asked the state law enforcement agency, I think it's the federal Florida Department of Law Enforcement or whatever it is, to investigate the sheriff and the sheriff's department and figure out what the hell happened. Well, it is just a a pattern of failure there with the Broward County Sheriff's Department. All those warnings and nothing's investigated. You know, we were... I was harping on the FBI for failing to to notify the branch office there, the local office, when the FBI got calls from several different states about this kid and his online activity. And they they failed to let the the Miami FBI notice uh, office know any of that. Well, this is much more damning. Well, that the that the local law enforcement agency had this guy on their radar but just failed to connect the dots or failed to do their jobs and then once the shooting began failed to do their job again and i thought last week when we were talking about this i thought well how is the broward county sheriff ever going to trust the fbi in florida anymore how is anybody going to trust the broward county sheriff's department now this is this is a this is a horrific thing that they have to deal with that they have to face. All right, we got to take a break. But, I do have uh, to play for you in, in, in a few minutes, though. The president's reaction to what happened and these allegations that the deputy didn't uh, didn't go in. It yeah, might that's, surprise you. Yeah, I think it absolutely will. <laughs> Gary and Shannon, KFI AM six forty. It's time to mobilize, gas family. We are going to be out and about on Thursday in Tustin at J.T. Schmidt's for our gas news and brews. Come join us. Stickers. Oh, yeah, we have stickers. <laughs> uh, we may even uh, be able to announce some of the um, baby animals in our baby animal bracket this year. Yeah. Uh, we're working on some of the, uh, the selection process for that. We're talking about Florida, what happened at the uh, shooting on Valentine's Day and the repercussions since then. The Broward County Sheriff, for example, now saying he's investigating reports of more deputies who did nothing, who stood outside that school while the shooting was going on in the building. Gosh, if you're a cop, doesn't that piss you off? I just... Now, listen... It's almost like disrespect to the badge. And we've said this before. You and I have no experience in a situation like that. No. So it's it's one thing... It's one thing to be able to, on this side of it, say, you know, you signed up for that and and you know what was going on inside, how you don't react in some way. And if you're a, a parent, if you lost somebody, if you were a kid in that school uh, who hid for five hours or something like that, the, how you how you try to reckon with the fact that somebody with a gun stood outside those kids don't have guns. You know, this wasn't like uh, a bunch of adults in there. And even if even if it saved one life, yeah, how you don't make the choice to go into that building, I don't understand. But that being said, you and I have never been in that position. You know who else has never been in that position? Um, Donald Trump. You know, I really believe, you don't know until you test it, but I think I, I really believe I'd run in there even if I didn't have a weapon. And I think most of the people in this room would have done that too because I know most of you. Listen. I've run through these scenarios before in my head. I don't know if this is a guy thing. I would love to think that I'd have the heroic nature to jump in there and sacrifice myself to prevent the bloodshed. You would. Well, I like to think that. 
Yeah, but and, and and he points out like none of us know until we're in a situation like that how we would in fact react. But I like to think that I would be that guy that would jump in there. Hopefully, well, uh, especially when you're thinking about children too. If, yeah, if it's my kid, or I mean, if I if I'm working in a high school and and I have relationships with these kids and I see them every day, there's a there's an aspect to that I think we don't talk about. And you know, the president's going to get some chuckles for even having said that from the White House today. But I like to think that that we would do that. One of the kids know him well now, David Hogg. He's the one that uh, gets everybody all up. In, oh, he's in a the frenzy. fake one, right? The crisis actor, right? <laughs> um, oh, don't he is start me on. That. He's calling on a boycott of Florida for spring break. He's calling on tourists to boycott the state of Florida for spring break as a way to get legislators' attention focused on gun control. He said, let's make a deal. Do not come to Florida for spring break unless gun legislation is passed. I don't, I don't know if that's the right thing. I don't know if that's the right way to go about it. Well, he wants people to feel it. He wants people to feel it financially, whether it's the NRA or it's people in Florida. I don't know. It's a tweet, though, Hoff. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. like uh, it's not like there's any teeth to the to the boycott plan well or is there 165,000 people liked his tweet uh i would imagine i don't know how I, many I of them were planning on going to spring break in florida <laughs> that's good i don't know um, many the nra did you see businesses back away all weekend yeah, united I, and delta i think a lot is being made of this and that it's not a significant thing i mean no, it's, it's it's a significant thing in that for on the public face of it they're severing their business ties with the nra but if you look at the vast majority of what this is it's uh, if you happen to be an NRA member, you get 5% off of this. It's or like a AAA discount. Right. Or and, AARP. And, and a place like United or Delta, whoever it is that, that has cut ties, they've got relationships with hundreds of organizations like this. Hundreds, if not a couple thousand. So for them, I don't I, – I, they're making a political thing, but they're not really sacrificing a right. whole lot. Right. They're not losing it's a like, whole lot. It's like they... all the businesses that say, oh, look, the trickle down theory is working because we're handing out thousand dollar bonuses. It was for PR. Right. It wasn't really hurting them. They weren't actually putting real money into it. Yeah. I, I think the hardest part about the, the story in Florida is on Friday, some of the teachers went back and I saw some interviews with some of those teachers. And it's just heartbreaking to see what they've had to go through. And then yesterday watching a couple thousand students and their parents and family members come back to to the place. And they called it an orientation to sort of get them comfortable with the school before they go back in on, on Wednesday. I think is when the first day of class is scheduled. No one will ever set foot. I shouldn't say no one. No student will ever set foot in that building once again, the one building where the shooting took place. And the superintendent had said he wants to see the thing torn down and replaced with a memorial. So... Last week, Harvard-Westlake, one of the campuses, shut down because of an ex-NFL player and his threatening Instagram post. It's more than just the Instagram post. We'll have an update for you on that when we come back. Gary and Shannon will continue. Oh, my, my, my. Gary and Shannon. 
some of the uh, things we're going to be talking about a little bit later. The president was hosting governors at the White House today. One of the main topics was school safety. We get into Swamp Watch. We'll talk a little bit more about that. Also, the uh, the Democratic memo finally came out. Uh, the president said it was a nothing and it was a bust. Uh, there's a little bit of a uh, little bit of stuff that we can take from this 10-page memo, but it doesn't necessarily prove one way or the other. It just shows that everyone's got their own version of what uh, finger quotes. Everyone's got their version of the truth. In what happened? Also in Swamp Watch, Monica Lewinsky weighing in on the Me Too movement. It's an interesting. Her thing in Vanity Fair was. I was just reading through it. Very interesting. I, yeah, you know, because I kind of thought when you told me about this article, ah, I'm done hearing from Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> you know, I'm done with that. But that is an interesting take on it. Well, all right. this um, we we talked about school threats ever since the shooting in Parkland, Florida how there had been dozens of threats around the country that had been stopped, some here locally that had been stopped. There was a weird one at Westlake, uh, at Harvard-Westlake, where there was a um, uh, an Instagram post that had been put out by somebody that showed a shotgun with some shotgun shells and uh, a message about if you're bullied. Uh, when, you're, when you're a bully victim and a coward, your options are suicide or revenge. Right, which is a... Weird and disturbing message to begin with, but the fact that it um, included Harvard-Westlake as uh, as a potential target raised a lot of suspicion, right? So the LAPD contacts uh, the people, they figure out who it was, they figured out the guy who it was, and um, they arrest him. Well, it turned out to be Jonathan Martin, former, uh, former Miami Dolphins Jonathan Martin, I think uh, Carolina Panthers also. But the reason he was with the Dolphins and what he made headlines for was he was accusing other linemen back then, uh, several years ago, of bullying. You if remember you... the name Richie Incognito right. associated with this. Well, he tagged Incognito and a center that played for the Dolphins at the time, as well as Harvard Westlake, in this Instagram post. He's still not over this? That was five years ago now that he had the beef with Richie Incognito. Well... When we tell you a little bit more about Jonathan Martin, it may give you an insight into the... It, it may make you go like this. Oh, oh. Got it. Okay. He checked into a mental health facility. Um, He was detained by LAPD after this Instagram post. It's not clear whether he was forced to undergo an involuntary mental examination under the Baker Act or if he voluntarily checked himself in for treatment. But... He was also caught with a weapon. He did have, I think, a handgun on him at the time that he was picked up. Now, it what what it, my first question in all of this was, so then going back to this allegation of bullying in the Dolphins locker room, was it what you and I would consider bullying? Or did this guy just have a victim mentality sprinkled yes. with a little bit of mental illness in there already? Yes. Yeah, I I thought it was odd when the story surfaced back in 2013 about bullying in the locker room. I mean, isn't that kind of what goes on in in most locker rooms when you're a competitor and you're an athlete and there's just trash talking that goes on back and forth? I mean, every team I've been a part of, it's all kind of part of it. You know, it it was it was odd to me that somebody would raise a flag and say, I've been bullied in the locker room. You well, know, I don't know. And all of those all of those guys who were accused, Richie Incognito is the most recognizable name, but um, they've always maintained 
this happens in every locker room. This happens throughout football from high school all the way up through the pro ranks. And it was just nothing more than than silly routine hazing. I mean, when you spend that much time together, it's like in our office. You know, Oscar could make a case for the fact that he's bullied. You know, you haven't done that, though, have you? I haven't. That would not be cool. But you are keeping a list, aren't you? Because we will fire (laughs) you. Oscar's call it my manifesto. Yeah, Oscar's manifesto is going to come out. It's going to be a bestseller. Are you really keeping a list? I don't know. It's keeping you on your toes. But uh, but Oscar doesn't report us because that's just the environment that we have. It's no, the we're same all thing. friends and we play around and right. everything like that. It's the that, same but... thing in a locker room. Oscar you know, also so doesn't when... make threats. I mean, or or even see, this is the thing about the Instagram post itself. I never. When I read it a couple of times, when you're a bully, victim, or a, uh, and a coward, your options are suicide or revenge. I didn't think that that was a threat, but it's vague enough and violent right. enough. It's like and the picture there... of the gun is right there with right. the casings. That, that's what I mean. I mean that 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 adds the violent nature to it. So Gary's never sent me an email with a picture of his guns on the bed and says, "Hey, we better get a great guest tomorrow," or <laughs> or you know, dot dot dot, <laughs> just leave it open to interpretation. Uh, Yet, well. Well, and here's the problem. So Jonathan Martin, we can assume maybe it was a 51-50 situation. Right. He makes a post. They they go to investigate. They find the gun in the car. So he's locked up for 72 hours for a psych evaluation. And then what do we do with this guy? What do we do? I uh, yeah. Huh? I, I mean, who's gonna be who's gonna be shocked if he shoots him if he harms himself or harms somebody else? Well, that's, that's the determination they're going to have to make within these 72 hours is by asking them the series of questions, and I don't know what they are, but just getting a, a, a rough feel about whether or not he is a danger to himself or others because then they can keep him in longer. But I, I, it's just one of those things where it now that we know that this guy has been uh, suffering some, some mental illness issues in the past, it all it to me raised questions about the validity or the veracity of his stories from the Dolphins locker room. Yeah, it was weird when it happened when the bullying story came out. It was odd; something didn't feel right. And now that we know what this guy's dealing with uh, in terms of mental illness, it makes more sense. Yeah. All right, we come back. A uh, quick update on terror in the skies and a a international figure got thrown off a plane because sure. He can kill the world's most wanted terrorist, but he can't handle a couple of rum and cokes, apparently. This is more than a couple of rum and cokes. You think so? This is about 35. Wow. Gary and Shannon. KFI AM 64. This is like Ray Lopez in Cleveland. You know what I mean? I do. That's what we're dealing with here. I do remember that day. Later, we're going to talk more about uh, Kevin Smith, the uh, filmmaker, comedian, who was doing a show in Glendale last night and had a massive heart attack, they said. Uh, and he, his description of what happened is terrifying because it wasn't like a uh, uh, big heart attack, clutch your chest kind of thing. He talked about just feeling sick and nauseous and then throwing up and even feeling a weight on his chest, but not an actual... You know, TV like heart attack. 
So, uh, but that 100% blockage in one of his arteries. Does that terrify you when you hear those stories? Want, yes, because my dad had a heart attack when he was 55. Which is why you should go uh, to the doctor. You want me to get a proctological exam, though. Um, you think that that's I don't think humorous. it's time for that yet. Yes, you what, do. What age do you have to do that? I think that part of it is like any time now. Oh, okay. I'm in the mid forties. Well, why don't you just get it all done? Just go in and have them look at your your heart plumbing and your other plumbing, and uh, just get it taken care of, so you can feel better when you hear stories like this. It's not going to make me feel any better. Well, we had a couple uh, terror in the skies moments over the weekend. Flight two zero nine, you are cleared for takeoff. Roger. Get off my plane. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? Enough is enough. I have had it with these monkey-fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. It's Gary and Shannon's Terror in the Skies on KFI. This is not a good picture. The, oh, the, the picture of the fire in the overhead <laughs> compartment. There was a China Southern Airlines flight to Shanghai that had to... Uh, had to get all of the people off. They had to, uh, as they say in the airline business, disembark because smoke started to pour into the cabin from a bag in the overhead bin. Yeah, passengers were boarding the flight when that smoke began to pour into the cabin, and they recorded it, of course. And in the video recorded by a passenger, a flight attendant and fellow passenger seen attempting to extinguish the flames with bottles of water and juice. Luckily, the uh, fire department was close behind and was able to put out the fire. They, the The person responsible was escorted off by police. They um, they said it was in a lithium-ion battery. It was a power bank, mostly power, most likely powered by a uh, lithium-ion battery that was not being used when it caught fire. Now, these, these lithium-ion batteries, we see them all over the place. Laptops, cell phones, power banks, they've known to been known to catch fire. Well, remember, there were people not allowing them on flights. Yeah, the well, you, Samsung can't, thing. you cannot have them in checked luggage. Uh, you can have them in carry-on as long as they're turned off. Uh, but they did, some airlines did ban the smart luggage, which I've never, I guess it's got, Nobody needs smart luggage, but uh, that had lithium-ion batteries in it, and they didn't want those on their airplanes because it would have been a check, uh, checked baggage. The other story uh, for Terror in the Skies today is the Navy SEAL credited with or who claims to have killed Osama bin Laden was thrown off a plane yesterday. Rob O'Neill. Because airline personnel said he was too drunk to fly. This was an American flight. Does you know who I am? In Nashville, bound for Dallas. Before the plane t- took off, flight attendants noticed that this guy was extremely drunk. Hold on. <clears throat> how, how drunk do you have to be for the flight attendants to realize that guy's drunk? Well, he called one of the flight attendants a name, a vile name. Ooh. You can't do that. That tips them off. Well, did because did they say, uh, just ladies and gentlemen, we have a somewhat of a celebrity on board uh, in seat A1 up here in first class, a very drunk Navy SEAL. I mean, how do they, I want to know how this confrontation begins. Do they mention to him, you're drunk, or when he orders a, another drink, they say, sir, we're not going to serve you anymore. 
Well, this is clearly a first-class seat right? that he's sitting in. Yeah, so he would get a drink before they would take off probably, right? Right. Uh, so- Unless he aborted the plane gargles. Yeah. So when you've been when you've been turned down for a drink, how do you react? I've never been turned down for a drink on a plane. What's the matter with you? I just I want to know how. So he he calls her or him a, a bad name, and then he passes out, and he regains consciousness, and that's when the flight attendant tells him to get off the plane. He was belligerent, loud. Cops had to be called. Involved. That's too bad. He's that's unfortunate. Well, there's an issue. This guy has an issue. I mean, he was he was caught sleeping behind the wheel of his running car in Montana, I think, a couple of years ago. Oh. And he said it wasn't alcohol, it was a sleep aid that he had taken. And the court, I think they they downgraded it. It wasn't a DUI, although it you and I it would have been a DUI. They downgraded it to something like, what was it called? Because the mitigating factor was that he killed Osama bin Laden. Yeah, what did we do? I mean, <laughs> there's that. But anyway, so uh, he got in some trouble. I expect there to be some sort of a public apology to American Airlines. Um, but that sucks. Do you see that advertisement right now? For the Those egg little thing? egg things? Yeah. That's pretty cool. What are those called? You can make perfect hard-boiled eggs. You just crack the egg in the uh, in the container there, and you pop it in the pot. I didn't know that that was. Why is it hard to make a hard-boiled egg that you need a new <laughs> utensil for <laughs> That's it? That's a good point. Uh, oh, you can do deviled eggs too. With for that. our uh, terror in the skies, you can see the video of that fire from the battery pack uh, on our website. If you go to kfiam640.com, use the keyword Gary and Shannon. Well, it looks like uh, Democrats in the state of California are starting to eat oh, their own. Oh, you can even do little frittatas in there. You put some veggies in there when you when you crack the egg in Oscar, there. can we cancel the order for more um, Advil cold and sinus or whatever she's taking? She doesn't need any more. All right. Will do. Thank you. The California Democratic Party is eating its own young. We'll talk about that when we come back to Gary and Shannon.